It's the return of Sneaky Bones. Even if you're good at every little thing you do. Yes, Matthew Bean is coming back to New Zealand after taking a break thanks to, well, you know what. During that time, he's been making a move to MIDI. What does that mean? Well, let's find out. Yeah, we're all headed to the ground. I had a really good friend that was a brilliant musician pass away, and he uh, left behind a huge catalog of unfinished music that was in the form of sort of scrambled Ableton sessions. Like his computer had crashed, and then all the sessions got imported into one big <laughs> file. And so there was you know stuff there and then he had you know he was just kind of demoing and had all these recordings that were you know they were recorded with whatever he had on hand usb right. microphones regular mics and, and so he had this large amount of beautifully composed music that was all midi midi data and then some you know live guitar and vocals and so i spent a lot of time sorting that and and then realizing that in order to really understand that music and and bring it to life. I needed to learn synthesis. Uh huh. <laughs> and what was that learning process like for you? Uh, challenging, really challenging. Um, you know, it's something that as an as an artist and as a musician, particularly like there's so many different facets of music that we touch. You know, some people are just going to the studio. They really don't want to. They're not engineers. They don't need to know about those things. Yep. You know, as a guitar player, string player, mostly acoustic player for a long time, stepping into sort of the the analog yet digital world of MIDI and, and subtractive synthesis was, yeah, it was difficult. It changed changed my perspective on music and how I look at look at things. So is it also affecting your songwriting? Definitely. Yeah. I think there's a there's a new um challenge that I'm sort of coming to coming to t trying to take to task that uh to integrate this stuff because it's there's such beautiful ways that um a lot of people think of all of this stuff as very robotic and you know i really had no idea what midi was before but it's just it's just notes like anything else and and so much of this there's so many sound design potentials that are just like phenomenal um and that was one of the things about working on this record really kind of taught me like it just sort of opened up my landscape of potential uh palette and things to work with gotcha gotcha so are you uh, got an album in the works here with all this stuff stuff happening yeah there's there's demoing going on i'm uh, uh i've i've been just kind of like tracking things to a tape machine so um and then loosely like sort of printing whenever i you know if stuff feels finished but yeah like there's uh there's definitely something that will that will come out of this, but the majority of my time, honestly, has been like learning, right, and practicing and and making. A lot, I've been making a lot of ambient and electronic music, sort of as a as a tool to learn the all these systems. Cool, cool. Um, so you're gonna you're gonna be here in New Zealand in January, which uh, yeah. my understanding is kind of your return to the road uh, since COVID and all that stuff. So it's got to be exciting on many levels. You get to play the songs from Little Words. You get to incorporate some of the stuff that you've been working on over that and just being out in front of people. So a trifecta. <laughs> it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a shocking experience. You know, it's the first time where it's felt felt right to be back on the road. And I'm, I'm super excited to be coming back to New Zealand. It's one of my favorite spots. And it was actually the last 
the last shows I played were 2019 down there. So it's kind of like picking up where we left off. Uh, is it picking up where you left off or are, is everybody different now and everything different? <laughs> well, everything's different, but more picking up where we left off in terms of playing out and, and sure. being on the road. And like, I haven't really been on the road and it's after being on the road for so many years, nonstop, it's been an interesting sort of respite and um, yeah, sort of uh, reflection. Right. So what did you learn about yourself during that time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I learned that it, I have a long capacity to dive into things if I leave myself the space for it. Ah, that's pretty cool. And I, I uh, there's things I really wanted to learn and, and work on. And I was very fortunate to like be able to be at home and, and do that. Cool, cool. So when you're when you're touring New Zealand, it's you and another gentleman, Marshall Wildman. Marshall right. Wildman. It's um, yeah, it's actually it's it's so funny. It's the same thing going back. It's like everyone's had different things happen in their lives, different ways they had to make money, and you know a lot of people that were professional musicians who I knew with friends like kind of have, have dropped off a little bit. Right. Um, so there is there is. It's it's funny to be saying this, but yeah, there is the possibility of a trio. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, but most of the we're setting up as a duo. But you know, there's I've been talking to some locals, even in New Zealand, trying to oh, fill, cool. fill some gaps. And I love just like meeting new musicians, so that's been really cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, people have been asking for my stage plots, and I'm I'm hesitant yet to give them the full the full description so right so so it, let's say for instance you do get somebody find somebody in new zealand that you're going to play with would you kind of rehearse with them online ahead of time or how, how would that process work i think it would be uh a pretty slamming couple days of very jet-lagged rehearsals in auckland <laughs> and then probably coming by your studio on great and play a song <laughs> and that would be that would be it and you have to trust their ability and, and references i guess right Right. So uh, set wise, what are you thinking of? Are you mostly tunes from little words or are you going to yeah. new old? What What's the plan? It's going to be a lot. Of, we're going to definitely play little words, like play that album in its entirety. And it's been really it's been really cool to come back to those songs and, and sort of like take them different places. I've been also part of this whole thing. I've been learning a lot, playing a lot of piano. Uh -huh. um, and so integrating that a little bit more and, and having sort of a you know, we already kind of did a lot in our sets with playing. I was playing guitar and bass and everyone's kind of switching around. And now throwing a, a piano in the mix is kind of a new, new fun thing that it. I find that you can I can write a song and then play it. I play it differently or sing it differently on every instrument. So if I play it on bass, I'll, I'll have a different feel than if I play it on guitar versus uh -huh. piano. Cool. All right. Well, see if we can find a few pianos. I got one back here. Oh, you do. Nice. That will be great. <laughs> Where is it? It's over there. There it is. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and you kind of touched on this a little bit, but revisiting the, the the songs that take up make up little words, do they have different meaning for you? Or are you hearing them differently two or three years later? You know, it's it's uh I don't know if necessarily they have a new meaning. Because I feel like those those were written at a at a time and they sort of when the arts when it's all done it's done for me you know it's like right. that's the process and um but i think i have a new musical relationship with 
of kind of revisiting some of the things, the processes we went through in the studio to kind right. of make those recordings. Coming back to them now and and saying, you know, what about these make it special and how does that, how do I synthesize that down into an intimate live performance or a performance where I'm capturing the essence of the record, but not necessarily doing it exactly like it was recorded. Yeah, because it seems like uh, like a song like Even If, you're singing about the end of the world, even at that <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think it's always been a little dark. There's some stuff on the first record that talks about that. But yeah, I mean, there's those songs, are they're fun. And I, I you know, that's, that's a tune we've always played. There's these tunes that kind of you, you ride on the road and you get to road test them. And like, you know, there's a couple on that record. Um, specifically, yeah, Even If was one of them. We were playing that one for a while. Um, and that song really was born on the road, but most of the other songs never got road tested. Right. And they'd never been in front of an audience. And like, I remember playing Little Words, the song, and we played Switzerland a little bit last tour. And, and, uh, yeah, just like great response from crowds. And, and so, yeah, it's like there's this little bit of trepidation. It's like going back out and playing these songs that hadn't been. Hadn't been, hadn't, haven't, audiences have not seen them yet. So, yeah, it'll be exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so, did you get much uh, feedback from fans during the time? Because the record came out, what, in 2020 in May. So, yeah. was there kind of online give and take and back and forth that you got from anybody? Yeah, there was a lot of, there was actually a lot of radio play and, and, uh, New Zealand specifically. I mean, that you, that you guys are still one of my top <laughs> Spotify listens all over the country. And, Right. That feels really great. And and you know, the publicists and people I work with down there, Cherie, she's she was really on the radio promo and we were getting on a lot of the local radio down there and did a lot of still seeing a lot of residual stuff from radio promo we did here in the States. Um, oh, good. and then lots of sweet people that reached out and, and sent me emails and I sort of went dark during the COVID era and just everyone was just like there's so much chatter and noise and I'd never been much of a social media person, but I just sort of nuked all my socials and right. <laughs> got a couple concerned emails from people. Or are you alive? Are you still doing it? And uh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I'm and back now. One, <laughs> one sweet lady from Tauranga named Ruth who who uh, sends me emails all the time and just about shows and announcements and you should play this this folk festival in Canada. And just she's so sweet, and I just I love that part of you know being able to interact with people that really are true humans right right and are you still based in california is that where you're talking to me from now yeah i'm in santa cruz i'm in my little my little home studio huh. all right um, so and you just went through elections we did yeah the midterms it's it's been tumultuous still. <laughs> yeah. um, there's yes. a lot going on still in the uh in the american political world but yeah it was Hopefully it calms down a little bit. Yeah. Well, do you have any opinions or anything to say about how things have turned out or how things led up to the elections? Oh, man. I mean, there was, uh, especially in California, there was a lot up for grabs, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's nice to see the people that were really disconnected with reality, not, <laughs> not go into positions of power, although some of them did did but right you know i think it was kind of a it was a good reality check for 
you know, everything, the extreme on, on all sides of sort of the aisle that, right. You know, there is, there is a move towards moderate, hopefully. Yeah. Well, it, it kind of has to be. Or else <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Man, it's been divisive here. Right. Right. Well, well I'm excited to see if you're going to be, there's going to be two or three of you when you get here. So when, when do you think you'll have that sorted? <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe the day before. No, I need to. I need to get it all sorted. It's. It's. Uh. I like to keep people on their toes, so it is kind of a nice, a nice thing. Um. But yeah, it shocked sort of the the people. I was my booking agents down there. They were like, "Uh, <laughs> yeah, what's going on?" But you know, and then I've talked to all these friends, and everyone's kind of in the same boat. They're like, "Yeah, it's it's uh, it's working for me." Or there's. You know, I don't even know who I can afford to bring on tour because everything has just gotten so much more expensive. Yeah. So, although on the plus side, the New Zealand dollar dollar is way low compared to the U.S. dollar. So, bring a few of those American bucks around with you, and you. You'll it be is. I will. But unfortunately, <laughs> I'm getting paid in New Zealand dollars. So a, it all it all balances out. You know? Can't you get Bitcoin or something? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I haven't gotten that far yet. I'm right. Still living in the old world. <laughs> very good all righty well we look forward to seeing you in january uh hopefully you'll have a good holiday time thanksgiving christmas and all that and we'll see you uh, when it's nice and bright and sunny here in january thanks marty i'm looking forward to it a lot yep you too thanks bye-bye